First of all, if he really <laughs> wanted to, he still would chase you in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter. He'll chase you. So I don't like that she used that analogy, and I think it's honestly really cr- like. Cr- to lemon life a conversation between friends my name is ivy and i'm danielle welcome to season three so it's been a while um <laughs> so i guess so we kind of just wanted to start off with a quick little catch-up on what we've been up to these past few months and then get into a sort of controversial topic not really controversial just like very uh different opinions type of conversation and uh we'll be discussing that later so just to start it off, um, Ivy, what have you been up to? Well, I am currently eating Cheetos, the okay. super puff kind. Yeah. So if you guys want, I can provide some ASMR. <laughs> if you guys want. If not, it's okay. Okay, let's get into it. So we are now almost at the end of our semester, which I think is crazy because yeah. it seems like we just started and I think we all thought that we were going to hate quarantine, but I can't be the only one who has, you know, turned our daily lives into a routine and a habit where I feel almost comfortable, you know, at home. So I think yeah. it's kind of surprising to us all. I think we all thought we were just going to absolutely hate this new method of learning, but I've, uh, I've found it uh, easier. I find oh, really? the, okay. yeah, I found um, it uh, to be like, easier to get to class because class Mm. is my bedroom so I do find it easier to get to class what about you yeah no I feel like the one thing that I really appreciate of uh having remote learning is like the commute time because Mm -hmm. we both live really far from the campus so I just get more time to sleep which is so blessed because like I've been just sleep deprived for years I mean guys Anyone who knows Dan knows that she gets up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> so when she means she's getting more sleep, it means she now wakes up at 7 instead of 5.30. So we should all congratulate her. True. <laughs> Still get, like, an extra two hours of sleep. Um, but with that being said, like, I do think it's sort of easier to learn also just because, like, everything's just so much easier to access and everything's Mm -hmm. online you know you don't have to go to office hours you don't have to like move anywhere um I also don't have to change yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) I also find myself being a bit more productive like I've been on top of my shit for some reason like oh yeah oh she has she (laughs) has been on top of her shit because I don't know I feel like I just have so much more time now and it's like everything's so much more convenient but I will add that like I also feel like school in general has just added so much more work I don't know I feel Mm. like there's so much more like little assignments or like little quizzes and these like nitpicky things that you need to do I don't know how do you feel about that no I totally agree like there are classes that I know for a fact would not be giving quizzes if it wasn't for the fact that it was remote like I know it for a fact yeah just it's just fact so that's definitely true um but you know what I also admit, I do find it almost more productive, which I think is crazy to say because I would have assumed the opposite. Exactly. But guys, I do all my work on time. I do all my quizzes on time. And I've watched 13 seasons of Grey's Anatomy since the beginning (laughs) of school. That is how much time I have. 
that is peak productivity. No, but dude, it's been, okay, September, October, November. And November is not done. It's been three months, 13 seasons. That's actually crazy. (laughs) But you know what? I'm still on top of all my school stuff, my quizzes, my grades are actually better than normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know what? I get to study my PJs. I call it a... Call it what it is. However, I do have to say, I'm going to really, really miss the fact that we did not experience university the way we were supposed to. Because I know for a fact that I was planning on doing all the crazy get drunk for seven days in a row kind of situation. You know, like I was ready for hype week. I was going to do carnival. I was just not going to go to school for an entire week and just Mm -hmm. be intoxicated (laughs) on the floor somewhere. Like that was my plan. You know, maybe end up in the ER, maybe not, you know, <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't have that opportunity anymore. And I'm sure as hell not going to put myself through another year of school mm-hmm. just to experience it. Like I want to, but it's not enough for me to push off yeah. working, you know, like it's, it's, you know, it's just not it for me. Um, I know some people who are delaying their graduation, but I, I you know, <sighs> I don't, I don't feel yeah, that. I I, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will add also that the one thing that I do miss about school not being on campus is just like seeing my friends oh, like, yeah. face-to-face, like human interaction. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I really miss that. <laughs> but right now it's kind of funny because like I have you in like, I don't all know, our classes, literally all my classes. And then sometimes when we see something funny, we would send it to each other and I get to see your live reaction, which is even funnier. But like, <laughs> that's, true. That's, one thing, that's one thing I appreciate. Um, okay, so and we do a lot of our projects together anyway, so it's yeah. like I practically see you. Like, I'm on FaceTime with you five days out of seven. <laughs> True. So, aside from school, um, how's your dating life been, Ivy? I don't know. I don't <laughs> like you're asking the wrong person. I don't have one, it's just it's non existent. Like, I, um, yeah, no, I was going to make something up, but I decided to be honest with you guys. Nothing's going on. <laughs> I think uh, you're not the only one. Um, yeah, it's been tough with quarantine. You know, if I could say something really quickly, and this is going to come as a, a shock to most of you because, well, at least those who know me, okay, you guys know that I wanted to be in a relationship for what seems like forever, <laughs> which is kind of lame. It's kind of sad, but I'm admitting it publicly now. But not anymore. You know, I used to manifest for, like, happiness in the love department. You know what I manifest for now? What? An internship. Oh. (laughs) Which is synonymous to money. Like, I want to jumpstart my career. So I'm manifesting for that. I'm manifesting for my YouTube video. Like, I'm manifesting for my social activity. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, just hoping that, like, I do YouTube so that one day I can use that as a tool to get my dream job, which is what everyone knows. Like, I want to work in luxury retail. So that's what I manifest for now. I don't even manifest for no boy no more. I love it. Everything. Nah, no more. No more. But, um, no, the reason I asked is because um, I wanted to talk about this uh, topic which is what you usually see during like the dating phase when you're kind of unsure um, if the other person is like into you or not. Um, And it's the phrase, if they wanted to, they would. 
So mm-hmm. after saying this, what is like your interpretation of this sentence? I mean, I interpret it the exact way it was meant to be said. <laughs> Which is? <laughs> Which is if they wanted to, <laughs> they would. Here's how I see it. Okay, let's take that saying and flip it. Okay. If somebody liked you, they mm. would know. If they didn't, you would be confused. It's exactly what that phrase means, right? If they wanted to, they would. Which is basically saying, if you thought somebody likes you, you wouldn't have to question it. You should know. It should Mm -hmm. be obvious. So that's, I stand by that thought. I agree with you. I think, like, um, especially if you flipped it like that, in the perspective of, like, um, you shouldn't be confused as to whether they like you or not. But I also think that sentence of like, if they wanted to, they would, can be like broken down into different aspects. So like, I was actually talking to this with um, my guy friends because I mm-hmm. noticed there was a kind of like a difference between girls and guys where girls like we all <laughs> like we all agreed that it was facts. Like if they wanted to, they would. But then when I asked, like, some of my guy friends, they were like, no, what the fuck? That doesn't mean anything. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? What? Yeah, so then they explained it, that there's, like, a difference between interest and actually, like, commitment. So when I say, like, interest, they meant, like, I could be interested in you, but Mm -hmm. I still won't do anything. That means nothing to me, though. But (laughs) for X, Y, Z. Because, like... I like I bring it back to all the times that I've had a crush on someone and didn't mm-hmm. do shit, you know? So I'm like, okay, that actually makes sense. Like I I don't want to like really pursue anyone for like fear of rejection or anything, so I won't okay. do it. Um and then the commitment part is like when they 100% say like I'm committing to you, then like your expectations is based on that commitment, right? So then if they, like, pull back and don't do anything, then, like, that's a dick move on their part. I mean, well, look, if I could just interject and say something, um, the phrase, if they wanted to, they would, I think it applies to when you're actually with them. I don't think this applies to pre-courtship. Oh, really? I don't think that, yeah, because, I mean, obviously, if I wanted to tell you, I could but I'm not going to because I'm not about to embarrass myself. That's a whole other story. You don't owe that person anything. You don't need to tell them you like them. You don't need to show that person anything. It's only when you are committed, when it's important, because then it's a matter of, are we even together? How do I show the person that I care about them? How do I show them I value them? And then it's a matter about if I could, I would. Oh, you see I don't even... Yeah, well, I don't think it applies to before because before you get into a relationship, you don't owe anybody anything. Because here's here's an example that I was thinking of. Like, um, this is like pre-relationship phase, which is like dating phase. Uh Um, Let's say you like you guys are talking and stuff and then you guys went on a date, but no one's kind of like proposing the second date. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like. And you're, if I was in the, the female's shoe or whatever, in my head, I'd be thinking, wait, if they wanted to go on a second date, then they would ask me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they didn't. So, like, what's what's up with that? But then, then if I bring it back to, like, what my guy friends have said, like, the guy could be interested, but, like, 
they won't do anything in particular for XYZ. You know, you know what that means? It just means they're not interested enough. I don't care if they're a little interested. They're not interested enough. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> when they say X when they say X Y reason, it's uh the other reason is um I didn't reach out because A, I wanted to hang out with my boys. Mm, okay. B I had fun, but I don't need to do it again. That's another reason they didn't reach out. True. And another reason is it's, it's not fool. Like they don't care. So True. they're not gonna they're not gonna tell you if a guy had a great time and was like, I need to see this girl again. Mm-hmm. I bet you he will tell you within the next couple of days. He's like, Yo, I had so much fun. Let's do it again. Or he might even text you the night he drops you off. I swear they'll tell you. That's true. Actually, no, I don't. I feel like the night they, if they text you like, then I feel like our bar is just really low when it comes oh, to yeah, like <laughs> male <laughs> courtship. Like every time a guy texts you after like they drop you off or like after the date. Like, I, I'm guilty of this, too. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, she texted me. But then it's, like, it's common courtesy to kind of, like, make sure that the other person's okay. No, no. No, no. What I mean they text you after, I mean they text you to make plans. Oh. I, I don't just mean, like, did you get home okay? Okay. Yeah, that, you should always be texting that person, did you get home okay? I mean, like, they're saying, like, hey, I had such a great time. I can't wait to see you again. Like, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll give okay, you an example. Like, let's say, let's say you're out on the date and the person goes, Oh my gosh, this movie is coming out. I'm so excited to see it. Mm-hmm. That person might literally text you the night of like, yo, I just looked at the movie dates. There's one this Saturday. I know you want to go see it. Let's go. Like, that's what I mean. Mm, I see, I yeah. see. Yeah, and that's okay. when you know. That's when you know that they, if they wanted to, they would. Do you think it's applicable to like more guys versus instead of girls? Because I feel like with girls, we're a little less... Um, straightforward and simple-minded in the sense that like oh. if we <laughs> if we like someone Ouchie. like this I'm obviously talking about like pre-relationship phase but like if we like someone we don't really make it clear if right. that makes sense versus guys right. like if they like someone they'll actually like do stuff to pursue you or something yeah do you think it's this sentence is applicable to more guys or girls I think it could be for both. Um, Guys obviously tend to be or have been more direct in the past, in my opinion. I think it's great. Mm. But I think from a girl's point of view as well, like, women, we're so petty. (laughs) And we have, like, we're so scared to be the first person because what if, like, I mean, this usually applies to people who've been burnt before, you know, who've been burned before. So they're scared to make a move. Mm -hmm. But I think as a girl, like, if you want to see that person again, you could tell them as well. And I think guys can take this phrase for women as well. So let's say a guy texts you and he really likes you and you're the girl and you're not sure if you like him back. Mm-hmm. If he texts you and he goes, um, hey, you want to hang out? And the girl goes, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of busy this weekend, but I will let you know next week. And then she doesn't let you know. Then you as the guy, you should also take it as a hint Pick that if up, she could, yeah. if she could, she would. And she mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, I agree. I agree uh, in that sense. But I do feel like it's more applicable for men just Maybe. as a general, as a whole, because, like, I feel like a lot of girls are kind of shy, more shy when it comes to just making the first move. Like, especially if it's to ask you, like, let's say I'm asking someone out, like, on a date, or, like, I am uh, making that move because I wanted to. I feel like that happens less often versus Yeah, shy. Yeah, but you're still talking about pre-courtship. Yeah. Right? What about when you're in a relationship? Then the oh, girl should speak up. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in a relationship, it should be very equal. If you want to, you will. If mm-hmm. you don't want to, you won't. But also, like, I think, you know, a lot of people use this sentence as kind of like, a, oh, he doesn't care about me. She doesn't care about me. Let me just, like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Let's drop this shit or whatever. Which mm-hmm. I think is, like, reasonable in a sense because, like, you really you don't want to waste your time with someone that doesn't want to put in the effort, right? Yeah. But I also feel like it's kind of like a quick cut if that makes sense like it's too quick like just because someone isn't necessarily doing stuff that you expect them to do doesn't mean that you should immediately cut them off yeah I I feel like I feel like it's something that needs you need more trials to see whether that person is actually putting in the effort or not yeah I think I think it takes time and then um you know you can also speak to that person about it and if they don't make any room to change then you're like sayonara but otherwise (laughs) if you really like this person then he deserves a chance to show you that he does however i have seen this analogy all over social media and i think it's a great analogy and it's something that you have to see on video but i'll try my best to explain it to you guys in one hand i have a full glass of water and my other i have a teacup okay so obviously there's a difference in level of volume If you're somebody who always gives, you're that glass of water. If you pour all your water into that teacup, that teacup is going to be overwhelmed. So your Mm -hmm. partner, like you're giving everything to your partner, but your partner isn't built that way and they can't take it. And when your partner tries to give you back their love and it's the water and it's a teacup, they pour the teacup back into your glass of water. Your glass is only going to be half full. So you're like, well, why isn't this person giving me my love back? I don't feel the love. Well, that's because this person is physically unable to give you what you want because you guys are built two different ways. So you need to make sure that when you find somebody, you are both two teacups or you are two glasses of water. Otherwise, it's not going to work. That's so good. (laughs) Did you understand? It's hard to, you know, it's hard to show when you can't see it. But can you picture it? Yeah, I can picture it for sure. And once you do kind of have that clarification that, um, the other person isn't like putting in the effort that you want or expect and vice versa I think that's when you can actually let that person go and stop wasting your time because mm-hmm. like if you keep dwelling on like oh my gosh does he like me or not or like oh my god um, what does this mean like why isn't he doing this or that just let it go because you're just wasting energy and like yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty much it yeah but, you know, we have already made our position very clear. But I mm-hmm. think we could try to play devil's advocate. We can try. Okay. And argue for the other side. Because what did you show me the other day? You sent me a video and it was this girl explaining that sometimes Ooh. the person is literally incapable. Yeah. So, right? like, she gave the metaphor of, like, um, uh, sometimes a person is not capable of chasing you because you know, they just don't have legs or, like, they're handicapped or whatever. This is a metaphor, by the way. It's not, like, <laughs> for real. Um, <laughs> so, like, you know, when people expect something out of someone, um, we often, like, obviously have that expectation that they should do something, but sometimes they're just incapable of providing that expectation for some personal reason. And we shouldn't hold that person accountable or accuse them of, like, something, right that's basically Mm -hmm. her argument in the video i sent yeah do you agree no (laughs) because here's here's where i don't agree first of all i hate that she used 
the analogy. She literally said, how do you expect a man with no legs to chase you? First of all, if he really <laughs> wanted to, he still would chase you in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter. He'll chase you. So I don't like that she used that analogy. And I think it's honestly really cr- like crude the way she, she put it. I don't like it. I think it was crass. <laughs> the analogy I would like to give is that when there's a will, there's literally always a way. Mm. And if this person is unavailable emotionally to give you what it is you need, then he isn't ready for you. Mm. You just shouldn't be with that person, period. Like and like that. another way, then another way to see it is like, okay, fine. You want to use the example that she gave, which I still don't like, fine. When you go into that relationship, you already know that this person cannot physically chase you because he has no legs. Mm-hmm. It's the same way you approach a relationship. If you see right away that this person cannot offer you something mm-hmm. and you still go into that relationship, then you cannot expect it from him later on. Ooh, that's good. I like, like that. you made your bed, you know what's in it, so now you have to go lie in it or don't get into bed at all. I like that. I really do. Um, I still don't like her analogy, though. <laughs> but I also think... Do you think, like, even shy people, like, it's applicable to shy people? Because, like, um, they're not necessarily, like, upfront with their intentions or whatever. No, I mean, shy people still love people. They just don't have <laughs> the ability to open up the same way that outgoing people do. So they might, they might take more time in the beginning. But mm-hmm. once you get past, like, the fréquentation part, they should be able to treat you any other way right because shy people even though they're shy with others they're not supposed to be shy with the person that they're into you're supposed mm-hmm. to be comfortable with that person so i would assume that they would eventually open up yeah i agree i think it's just like a bit slower for them like you won't yeah. expect like a really fast move or anything it just takes time and like um even though they're not as direct there's definitely like little hints or little gestures that you can pick up uh from shy people so let me ask you something yeah. okay like let's talk about a hypothetical situation if you were somebody and you don't know like if the other person's like emotionally available or not and you don't know much about this person and you're like okay well like does he like me or not is he supposed to text me back or not how long do you wait you know because like we said earlier Ooh. sometimes it takes time for the person to get used to you to adjust right so you can't just write them off after one incident so how long do you wait that's good. I like that question. Um, I think, like, from experience, I I usually, like, don't have expectations as to, like, oh, that person should text me back or that person should, like, like ask me out or whatever. But um, if I see that, like, the other person's being a bit, like, they've kind of distanced themselves or, like, the responses have been slower or have just been, like, drier or anything... I do, like, one last push of either, like, trying to hang out, but then if I see that it's, like, a hard no, they're still not, you know, being invested, I'll drop it. So I, I'd say, like, after one try, <laughs> after one, but it's, like, a build-up, a build-up of one try, you know what I mean? Yeah, but once again, this is all pre-courtship, this is when it's all yeah. very fragile. Yeah. What about when you're already with somebody and you're at that stage where you're, like, I've put in some effort, so I don't want to just ruin three months of effort that I put in <laughs> but at the same time it's not worth it anymore because he's just not showing me any love then you're kind of like it's not as easy as it is to just walk away right yeah. so then it's like how long do you wait how much time do you give your partner to adapt 
I think that's tough because, like, obviously, if you like, if you're let's say you're in a relationship with that person, right? And like, mm-hmm. you kind of spot that he's not putting in the effort, he or she's not putting in the effort. I feel like, obviously, first you would communicate the issue, but let's say like you guys are not communicating. I think after like, I'd give like three strikes. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, bad about it. Three strikes, you're out. <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i i give it a bit of time just to see like just in case it's like a mood swing or something like it's not it's like inconsistent but if it's like consistently where he's not putting in the effort not doing anything like of value or something i'll give it some time to see if it's like a consistent behavior and if it is i'll bring it up how about you i think i'm the same way except i think you might be better at that than i am um and recently like you guys are going to laugh, but I've been taking consumer behavior, which is this course that you absolutely need to take. <laughs> Stop. I already know you're going to laugh, but it's legit. And there's this term called a sunk cost, which basically means that if you've already poured a lot of money into a situation, you're more likely to keep going, even if you know it's not good for you. So that's kind of like gambling, right? You're just thinking, Mm -hmm. I've already put in thousands of dollars. I need to keep going because then I'm losing that money. It goes the same way for a relationship. If you've put in so much work and you fought so hard, you don't want to give it up because you've already invested so much time and you don't want it to be a sunk cost, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm that gambler. Like, I'm like, okay, bitch, I'm going to put more money in and see what we get next time. You think, you think I'm over? I'm not done with you yet. I, you know, I'm not letting, I'm just not over yet. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think that's wrong. Like, I think the way I've behaved in the past before is not respectful to myself. Yes, and it fact. would not be the method of approach that I would take again if I was put in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So, I would change the way I handled my situation and people should take a look at their own situation right now. If anyone's having trouble and see if it's a sunk cost or not. <laughs> I like, I like that. <laughs> hey, yo, it's a psychological thing. It makes sense. I, 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 I like to apply school knowledge when it is applicable. No, it actually is. Cause if you think about it, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of relationships kind of turn out like not one-sided but like I guess kind of I'm trying to look for the right word it's not toxic it's not like one-sided but it's equal yeah it's unequal yeah because like obviously one person is just giving more and not receiving anything back because like as you said it's like a gamble move right like I'm gonna I'm gonna invest and see whatever I'm gonna like when I'm gonna receive something back right and, like, because you've invested so much, it's, like, you don't want to give that up because what if there's mm-hmm. that 1% chance that, like, something will happen? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of relationships are like that, actually. And, like, that's why it's important to communicate and also invest in someone that is willing to put the effort back. <laughs> so, like, so like invest in some, like, SP500. Oh, my God. <laughs> Invest in somebody. <laughs> steady growth. Yeah, somebody who's steady gonna growth. throw throw you a dollar every single day. They're gonna give you a dollar <laughs> until you are a millionaire. We love that. We love that. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. you know, it's easy sometimes to just say, "Well, that person's incapable," and some people are. It could be a mental issue, you know. Mm. But that's 
at the same like as bad as this is gonna sound that's not your problem yeah if you put yourself in that situation and you end up yourself getting anxiety and like you're always depressed well that's not gonna help anybody yeah exactly right so do what's best for you and if you can help someone great but put yourself first because the last thing you want is for both of you to be unable to commit and now you've ruined two very good fish in the ocean a very (laughs) diluted ocean as it is no exactly I think like moral of the story is like let's say that they can't do like they can't do the chasing or they can't provide any of the expectations you have you shouldn't even try to be with that person in the first place because like they're not providing something that you want so don't force yourself onto that situation and just find someone else that is willing to provide like all that energy and effort into you mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah i guess that, that was like our talk uh let us know if you have any like different opinions on this because i feel like this also kind of ties into like making the first move because here's the thing i've had a conversation with a um a friend of mine over the summer mm-hmm. about like how like if a girl approaches you would you like that like is it too aggressive or is it like or do you like that right and then he was like no we love that shit and then I'm like because I in my head the thing is because men are kind of like chasers by nature which is obviously (laughs) like (laughs) a huge statement I know and it's probably not applicable for all men but I'm just speaking generally um if they see someone they like they're the ones that are gonna chase right which goes back to like if they wanted to they would okay but like if they didn't initially like you they wouldn't chase you so why so the girl that's making the first move on a man that's not even chasing you first it's kind of wasted no because he's not even like that interested you in the first place if that makes Mm. sense like do you see the logic i don't know if i'm making sense i mean i see what you're saying but at the same time relationships happen over a time right like if it's, it's a very specific if you're just looking for like a one night thing mm. i would say that's applicable but just because you make the first move and this guy wasn't originally interested doesn't mean they will never be because sometimes this is how i see it sometimes maybe a guy finds you interesting but like like i said not interesting enough to make mm. that first move but if you make it, he might not say no because he is interested. He's just not that interested, but he's still interested. So maybe if you make the first move and then he's all of a sudden, he's like, whoa, she made the first move. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool of her. And now you're all of a sudden, you're like, wait, maybe, maybe we give this a chance. And then, and then you go from there. Yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Which is uh, why I decided to test that last year. <laughs> shooting my shot first uh which didn't work i I for real don't know how you do it you've done it like twice now i swear i don't like because here's the thing like i don't really go in with expectations like as i mentioned earlier like Mm -hmm. if shit doesn't work out it doesn't work out and like i'm not awkward about it it's just like the other person is more awkward about it right which like obviously i'll just back off like we mentioned in one of our episodes about this right (laughs) but like I feel like that's the thing. If you're kind of interested in someone, I feel like it doesn't even have to be like, oh my gosh, I fucking love this guy. Like, let me just ask him out. No, like, just <laughs> ask him like, on the basis of a friend. Like, just getting to know the other person better. Because, like, even though it's not a date or anything, 
at least you get to spend time with him and like you appreciate his company so I see it in that way of like no expectations at all we're kind of like chilling as friends getting to know each other and there's no rush like there's no rush at all because I feel like a lot of people kind of rush this situation where (laughs) hold on I'm a little confused because we've talked about this before yeah, we've talked about this before, and we said that we don't like it when somebody kind of befriends you in the chance to actually like secretly like you, and, and to like turn that friendship into a relationship. Right? Oh no, that's not what I meant, though. <laughs> okay, because if if just if that's what you meant, and a guy approaches me on the guise of being my friend because they want to get to know me, and then eventually asks me out, <laughs> and the answer is still no. <laughs> So, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I meant it in a way that's like, I ideally want to be with someone where we kind of grow organically, not just mm. like, a, I don't know Got you, it. let's go on three dates and be in a relationship after the fourth date. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to go through that phase of friendship, mm-hmm. like just to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um. And I say, like, as friends, obviously, because, like, I'm not trying to date you immediately, but I am right. interested in you. But I'm also interested mm-hmm. in developing more the friendship side. And it's completely not genuine, it. right? So I'm usually, if I ask someone out, it's because, like, I'm, I really vibe with you as a person. And I want to, like, just spend more time with you, even as friends. Like, it's completely genuine in that okay. sense. Okay. Got yeah. it. Yes, ma'am. Got it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, am I a nice girl? Like, what is <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that, that, like, sort of concludes our episode for today. Any last thoughts? Yeah, is it just me or this was shorter than normal? Yeah, it felt short because I feel like the conversation was, like, really flowing. Like, it was nice. <laughs> okay, does anybody want some ASMR? <laughs> Give me a- ASMR. Okay, wait, I'm going to eat a Cheeto. Oh my god. You need to whisper. Okay, one sec. Okay, thank you to everybody for joining us in this episode. I would just like to say that if you wanted to, you would. Okay, stay zesty, my lemons. I'll see you next week. Bye.